Welcome to the Happy Holy Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Holy You, you know that we are all about health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. welcome to the happy whole you podcast and you know i have to tell you the last episode i thought was going to be my last recording for 2023 however i decided to record one more quick episode really focusing on habits and new year's resolutions this inspired me because i was asked to go on abc 17 news at sunrise and talk about new year's resolutions so just to remind you guys about 44% of people take up New Year's resolutions and half of the people achieve them and half the people fail miserably. And just remember that on average, it takes about 18 to 254 days to create new habits. Okay. So this is creating new habits is something we need to do over and over and over again. And really your day accumulates to about 40% of your daily actions our habits. So we really need to take inventory on what we're doing every single day in these habits. And that's why I created the add-in method, which if you want a copy of the add-in method calendar for 2024, just email us at info at But ultimately the add-in method is where we add small little things once a week throughout the entire year. That would be you know, giving over 50 new habits every year. And then we just write them down on the calendar and we take action towards those small habits. And if you want that calendar, just reach out and we'll get that to you. But this added method is something I started because ultimately when I was, you know, back in the day when I'd be like, oh, I need to get in shape. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to save money. I focused on what I could not do. And every time I would focus on what I couldn't do, it made me want it so much more. And I would fail miserably. Well, I used to be notorious for making New Year's resolutions. And oh my gosh, by February, they were gone. And so I just started to do the add-in method because it was that small compound effect of doing things over time that has always yielded me the greatest results. And I started doing that with my finances and then I really shifted over and it's like, okay, if I can do this with finances, why can't I do this with my daily actions and daily habits, which ultimately, again, adding in little things throughout the year is going to compound into really, really big results. And so I was thinking about, okay, what are what's a handful of things, five things that are key to building a New Year's resolution and sticking with it, or ultimately building that add-in method 
and sticking with what you write down on your calendar for that added method. And when I thought about, you know, those five key things, I'm going to share those with you. I actually wrote out five key things, but some notes I had before that was, you know, making sure that you pay attention to the cues and the triggers. And I think I talked about that on the previous podcast on podcast 147. So you might want to go check that out. And then focusing on, you know, shifting those behaviors with the added method and adding a small things and building from there over time and changing your environment, which is really, really important. And then always keeping that future self in mind. How will you feel once you've done the thing? How will you feel once you have, you know, moved your body for 10 minutes? How will you feel once you avoided, you know, going through the drive through and you actually went home, made yourself some food and you saved yourself some money, some money. How will you feel, you know, after you do all of these wonderful habits, these small things that you absolutely want to do to reach and feel like that future self. So again, always keep your future self in mind, really try to feel how you would feel in your future self. And that's going to help you because when you keep your future self in mind and you try to get that emotion of how your future self feels that actually creates some dopamine in the brain, which is what keeps us going. (laughs) If we didn't have dopamine hits, we would literally just like be bums on a log and we would probably, we would just like die. We would not be motivated to anything. Like when you're thirsty and you go drink water, you get a dopamine hit because you just satisfied your thirst. So again, dopamine is very important and we want to use dopamine hits in a way that's going to catapult us forward towards who we want to be and achieving the goals that we want to achieve. Okay. So I'm going to go into these five things that I was thinking of that are ultimately the key factors to creating new habits. This can be, again, New Year's resolutions and sticking with them throughout a period of time. So the very first one is always change your environment. So you need to also put things in plain sight when you change your environment. So if you want to work out in the morning and you're like, hey, I'm waking up at 6 a.m., First and foremost, you want to make sure you have an alarm clock. You want to make sure you put that alarm clock across the room from you. Or if you use your cell phone as your alarm, fine. Put on airplane mode, put it across maybe in your bathroom. You cannot set your alarm and have it right next to you because if you're a person that hits the snooze button, that is keeping the same environment. So changing your environment is moving that alarm clock. That is very helpful. The next thing you can do is have your workout clothes sitting out, laying them out on the floor or on a chair with your shoes ready to rock and roll your whole outfit. And then every time you walk by that workout outfit, it's a reminder that, hey, yeah, I'm going to go wake up in the morning and I'm going to go do my workout or I'm going to go move my body. That's going to be very, very helpful to do. The other thing you can do in terms of changing your environment, if you're like one of your small goals on the Adam method is to eat one fresh fruit or fresh vegetable every day, you would be amazed at how many people tell me when I ask them how many fruits and vegetables they eat a day. Some people don't even eat a fruit or a vegetable throughout their entire day. They're like, maybe I eat, you know, three times a week I eat something, but not every day. So maybe one of your small add-in methods is you're going to have a fruit or a vegetable or both every day. So what do you have to do? You have to change your environment. So maybe a fresh basket of fruit sitting on your counter so you can see it. The other thing that I do is I take the vegetables that I buy. I know we have like these air crisp drawers and, you know, these veggie drawers, but I actually put my vegetables on one of the main shelves because I want to see those vegetables every time I open 
my door of my refrigerator or else they can get buried and put back and then before you know it, they go bad. So again, changing your environment and putting things in plain sight. Also focusing on your, the number two is focusing on your behaviors and starting small and building off of an existing habit. So when I say focusing on your behaviors, if you're like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds and you say, just keep saying, I want to lose 20 pounds and you're focused on the 20 pounds. Focus on your behaviors that are going to get you to losing that 20 pounds and that is going to give you a dopamine dump every single time you do one of those behaviors that's getting you closer to your goal. You know, and maybe again, starting small and building from there, it could be drinking that big glass of water before your coffee first thing in the morning. It could be you're waking up and you do 10 squats before you even brush your teeth or you stretch side to side before you brush your teeth or you do, you know, five push-ups on your bathroom counter before you brush your teeth. I don't know, maybe it's some type of movement right before you're brushing your teeth. You're not even giving your brain time to think about it. You're just going and doing it. And then maybe when you go out to eat, instead of saying, oh, I can't go out to eat because again, we're not looking at taking things away. We're looking at adding things in or subbing things out is the better way to look at it. You know, if you're going out to eat, skipping the soda, but you're adding in the water, which is going to save you calories and it's going to save you money. And changing your environment is maybe you always have a water bottle with you. So you're using that water bottle and buy yourself a nice one, invest some money in it. One, maybe that's not, you know, a $5 water bottle, but you're getting yourself a nice $40, $50, keeping your water cold throughout the day. You're not going to lose that one because you have that investment in that water bottle. The third one is to reduce friction where it's needed and increase friction where it's needed. And what I mean by that, so for example, say you watch TV in the evening and that's when you tend to go and binge eat or eat the ice cream or eat late at night. And it's it's just a bad habit that you currently have. Add friction to that. So unplug your TV, take the batteries out of your remote. And most importantly, don't buy a big tub of ice cream. Don't buy ice cream at all. So you're reducing that friction, or I mean, you're increasing the friction for the very things that you don't want to do. And then an example of reducing the friction for the things you do want to do, that would be going back to like, number one, changing your environment. So you're going to reduce the friction of looking for something to wear in the morning. If you're going to go to the gym or go work out, you already have your outfit sitting out for you. That reduces friction for you. The fruits on the table, that reduces the friction for you. You've already bought it. It's already there. So again, increase friction where you need it and decrease friction where it's really, really helpful for you. Number four, I have rewire yourself by getting those dopamine hits. So for example, let's go back to the TV. If you want to watch TV, like you're like, I love watching TV late at night. Okay. Well, your dopamine hit is you give yourself a task or a goal that you achieve to get that, you know, 30 minutes of TV time or an hour of TV time. So again, set that goal. So maybe it's, all right, I'm walking one mile every evening before I get to watch TV. So again, you're giving yourself those dopamine hits, you're setting those goals and, you know, you can even go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to listen to a podcast. This is where we layer in those healthy habits. Not only are you going to go for a walk, but now you're going to listen to a podcast or something helpful and healthy while you're on your walk. And then, Hey, when you get back, if you want to have the hour to be time, you totally can. And you may find that the more you layer in healthy habits on top of each other to get that dopamine hit, you are going to maybe resist or not 
tend to go to the other things such as watching the TV late at night. And number five is, I kind of had that into number four, but it is layering healthier habits. Again, so if you're going to go for the walk and you need to, you want to talk to a friend, go for a walk and talk to a friend, call a friend. I do this all the time and it helps me walk further and it helps. I just feel good. I'll call up my friend Sue. I'll call up a few people and my sister and just, you know, just talk to them. How's your day going? I'm out for a walk. And it's just, it feels really good if you can't have a walking buddy every time, which is, it's helpful. The other thing is cooking at home while making, when you're making dinner at home, listening to a podcast or listening to a self-improvement book or listening to music or having your kids help you cook at home and looking up a recipe or getting, I think it's Green Chef. I used to do that. There's different delivery companies that will deliver the food to you, pre-cut all the things, and you just put it together and you make a new meal. And so you can layer in other healthy habits with the cooking dinner at home. And, you know, when we layer in these habits, it's really helpful. So just to review, number one, change your environment, super important. Number two, focus on your behaviors versus just saying, oh, I want to lose the weight. You're focusing on the achievement of the behaviors and starting small and building off of that and building off of existing habits is helpful. Reduce the friction where needed, increase friction where needed, reward yourself, get that dopamine hit and layer your habits. All right, you guys, I wanted to make this a quick one for you. So I hope you enjoyed this. Share this with somebody who needs this for the new year. I'm looking forward to 2024 and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.